If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A Eric. stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people. Well, it turns out this is a live episode here at We Hate Movies. Wow. We're, That's we're, right. We're, how is it going to be live if people can download it over and over again? Yeah, and I'm dead. It was a uh, it was a recorded live. It was before oh, Eric died. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was earlier uh, in, 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 in the, it was the, December the long 12th. off year of 2015. Yeah. Recorded live at the D.C. Improv in our nation's capital, Washington, the District of Columbia. Ooh, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, we were steps from the White House talking about the White House being blown up. Yeah, I'm surprised the club didn't get any phone calls. Well, we're lucky we're white, so that's always oh right, 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 white, 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 white. You know, if you like white guys and Washington, I do Washington D.C. imagery. You should check out our uh, our limited edition print that is still available. Man, uh, you that was whore. Sp- <laughs> it's so great, you whore. Well, the thing is, it was specifically made for this event. Well, that's and it true. features the White House in our nation's capital, Washington, 
District of Columbia. Right. With us on it, jump, jump, like jumping by with a jet ski to honor the second film we did, Waterworld, which will be coming out down the pipe. Oh, yeah. wow. You get both of these guys. And you, yeah. want, you want the print because it's fun. Uh, it's Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash WHM podcast. Look at that. WHM podcast. Steve putting in forward slash, by the way. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you never know who's on who's listening. They could be really old. <laughs> they could be really, really, really old. Right, yeah. And, you know, we're putting this out now as well because it's uh, in about a week from now, the sequel London Has Fallen comes out. <laughs> How yeah. on earth did this get a sequel? Because uh, it was super successful. Oh. This movie was made for nothing and made a ton of money. So... Yeah. That's what we do. We just make more of them until people stop going to them. That's fair. So, you know, Egypt has fallen. Uh, Melbourne has fallen. Mm. I mean, all these places are going to fall. My no. bathroom has fallen. <laughs> 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 Gotta retile my bathroom. There's a bunch of South Koreans in my bathroom. Get out of my bathroom, South Koreans. <laughs> if you like these terrible Scottish accents, you'll love our live episode on Olympus Has Fallen. Great time, great crowd, great a, town. Great club, too. So if you're, yeah. in the, in the, if you're in the D.C. area, check them out for sure. Yeah, totally. DCimprov.com. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Forward slash something something. <laughs> Index.html. <laughs> so please enjoy We Hate Movies live from the D.C. Improv. This is Olympus Has Fallen. That's better. I didn't, We're going to be doing an acoustic set tonight. <laughs> they got these stools for us here. You know, I didn't feel comfortable enough to grab people's shoulders on the way up. Would people That's good. Enjoyed? That's at, you know what? That's a bad level of comfortability for you. If you you're sure just like, I'm going to touch strangers. <laughs> I'm going to grab each and every one of them on my, my way up. My weird small hands on your shoulder. That's not going to. They'd be like, did a doll just grab me? <laughs> Was there a living doll that touched me? It, it's kind of nice. He's done it to me before. Yeah, right? <laughs> Anyone who wants it later, just ask. It's fine. <laughs> My name is Andrew Jupin. Yeah, hi, I'm Steve Sadak. I'm, I'm short. I am Eric Siska. We are We Hate Movies from New York City. We're uh, very happy to be here in the District of Columbia. Now, how many of y'all are familiar with the, the show we run on the Internet? Some folks. couple of folks. Okay. Very cool. Uh, for, for I thought they were going to be burning movies. <laughs> I got this whole stack of VHS tapes out in the truck. That I hate the shit out of. We will do that in the parking lot after the show. Traditional We Hate Movies VHS Don't burning. Don't you hate movies? Yeah, we will. In an orderly well, fashion. For any, uh, for any inexperienced people out there, this is a, uh, a comedy podcast that is normally on the internet uh, where we pick a, a, a bad, uh, shitty movie every week and kind of just poke at it a little bit. Yeah, this is a rare in-flesh appearance. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Olympus Has Fallen. From 2014. Has anyone seen Olympus Has Fallen? Yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah that's what you want to hear. <laughs> oh, they hate movies. <laughs> Sounds like these guys hate movies, too. <laughs> this is going great. Now, this is not White House Down. We kept confusing the titles all week. How many people accidentally watched White House Down? Anybody? I think, yeah. Yeah, all right. Some people did. Yeah, well, one... Has uh, 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 President Jamie Foxx uh -huh. and uh, Channing Tatum doing something hot. That's, that's a sexy cast. It's a sexy-ass cast. And it's the first president 
uh, with a head tattoo that I'm aware of. <laughs> that they didn't cover up for the movie. No, Jefferson had one, I think. Oh, right, the famous Jefferson head tattoo, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, no, but then the other one, the one that we're talking about tonight, has President Two Face, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Uh, so then we, who else do we have in this movie? We've got Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is uh-huh. the Secretary of State. No, right? no, no, he's the Speaker of the House. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll get into yeah. the line of succession shortly. <laughs> It's going to come in handy pretty soon in this movie. Melissa Leo, what does she do? What's her position? Uh, she's the secretary of getting the shit beat out of her for no reason in this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. The secretary of long, uncomfortable scenes. <laughs> Yipe. Uh, and then uh, Gerard Butler, noted American uh, Secret Service actor. Oh, my God. What is his name? Is Mike what? Mike Banning. I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> Born and bred in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm a real cheesehead. I'm from the moors of Wisconsin. Go Packs. Packers, I mean. Can you have a Secret Service agent who's not of American descent? That's not a good idea, I feel, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're worried about people sneaking in and doing stuff, Mm -hmm. you're not going to hire a Scotsman. (laughs) Scotland's got an axe to grind. (laughs) So, and that's and that's about the cast. Oh, Dylan McDermott, uh, who the last time I saw him, he was jerking off and crying on American Horror Story, which yeah. isn't that one of the best things you've ever seen? It's sad and sexy all at the same time. Uh, Rada Mitchell plays the love interest. Uh, Rada scenes deleted Mitchell, I think, like that. And you know what? And that's a flub in this movie. Yeah. This movie's like almost two hours. Yeah. You cut her out of this movie entirely. Yeah, you might as well. She's like, oh, I hope Mike's okay. Like every time you cut to her, she's in a hospital, and everyone's like, that was really intense. And then she's like, okay, yeah, good. And then like she'll do whatever. She's yeah. like the movie's breathtaker. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's exactly. like we just had a big action scene. Oh, cut to her really quickly, and then it's like her just being a nurse, not doing anything no zero it's one of, it's always in these action movies where like a dude's out doing something and then cut to like his wife who's always a nurse at a hospital mm-hmm. who's also under siege by yes. the same event exactly uh, so, so this yeah. movie's about north koreans yep uh taking down the white house almost as impossibly as that nightcrawler scene in x-men 2 right like that <laughs> that seems more plausible you know, you know what's also more plausible? The aliens in Independence <laughs> yes. Day coming down and nuking this town. Yeah, I don't get how this plane gets through all that airspace. Because it's a bad movie that didn't think this through. Oh, oh, I forgot one person we forgot about was Ashley Judd, who plays First Lady Deadmeat. Right. First Lady Deadmeat. Gerard Butler decides to let her die. That's the opening of the movie. So They're- let's get into it. We're going to a Christmas party. It's a Christmas party attended by the President of the United States. Pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like some billionaire donor is the idea. And, and he's, got a, he's got a son who looks like Froggy from The Little Rascals. <laughs> this kid's unfortunate looking. He, he kind of looks like... <laughs> he is. Yeah, but they're going to a snowy Christmas party. The roads are shit. Oh, yeah. Yet somehow the President is fit to drive on them. I don't understand why the first plow isn't in front of this... <laughs> clearing the way. That's like, oh, no, Mr. President, I don't think we're going to be able to make this Christmas party. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's the first plow. Or Plow Force One. One, yeah. one or the other. <laughs> it's Driven. definitely called Plow Force One. Oh, man, new movie, Plow Force One with John Goodman. Who would pay for that? Yes. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I would pay for that. Sorry I'm late, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> He just burst through a wall of snow. Yes. Better movie. Absolutely. Oh, my God. What a missed opportunity. Uh, but that doesn't happen. They get they hit, like, a skid and, like... Now, this is what I don't understand. Sure. And bear with me, because we rewatched it last night. Mm-hmm. Their windshield just kind of explodes. <laughs> 
And I was like, did you hit a deer? No sign of a deer. Yeah. Was there a bird? Why is a bird flying around in a snowstorm? It's hard snow. Oh, <laughs> yes. There's an environmental message in this movie also. Watch out for hard snow, a.k.a. sleet. <laughs> And you do the – every movie has this where, like, the car is kind of tipping over a little bit on a cliff because everything's on a cliff. And they're only allowed to save the president, right? That's, yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's, that's Gerard that's, Butler's call. That's protocol. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's why Gerard Butler was hired. He's making the hard decisions. Yes. Mike is the one who knows that if it's going down that way, if we skid off of a cliff halfway, right. the first lady's going out. Oh. Sorry, Ashley Judd. And, you know, his approval ratings will go through the roof because Aaron Hecker, you know, who, hunk, who, h- hunky bachelor president. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. that brings to mind something. Sexy presidents in cinema. He's sweating all over this movie. It's, it's real- pretty badass. <laughs> There's never been that sexy of a president. Michael like, Douglas and the American president. Well, no, I mean real life. Like, JFK is, like, good-looking, but he's also, like, a hunk of ground chuck. Yeah. When you really look at him at, like, 20, 2015 oh, yeah. standards. And can you just imagine, though, oh, yeah, are you uh, ready to get fucked? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that before they get fucked. If he lived, he would have been all Robert Redford by now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Robert Redford would have played him in something, probably, Ooh. like that Dan Rather useless movie. <laughs> Oh, truth in theaters two weeks ago. He basically, you know, uh, Aaron Eckhart's doing, he's kind of doing the same thing he does in The Dark Knight. He's like, no, don't save me, save her! And like, his face isn't being pushed into acid, though. It's the one difference in the two movies. <laughs> and he gets, again, against his will, pull, pulled to safety. Yep. And, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I have to do it. I'll take you out on your first singles night. And the card drops. <laughs> And she plummets to her death. I know this is the wrong time, but one word, stewardesses. It's like, no, that's not appropriate. And then he's like, you're not supposed to call him that anymore. <laughs> yes, I'm even politically correct when I'm in trouble. Um, so she's dead. <laughs> and it brings to mind, why bother casting Ashley Judd in this movie? She's a big star. I For get- five minutes, I mean, do you think it was like teasing the audience? I think she was a big star. <laughs> Oh, and then she fell off the cliff? <laughs> yes. She fell off Hollywood's cliff? Well, it's kind of like that uh, uh, executive decision movie with Steven Seagal. Like, oh, cool. It's an Ashley Judd. Oh, she's dead. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, see, uh, that would be great if Aaron Eckhart says, we're going to make it. And she goes, you will. And falls. <laughs> like yeah. Seagal does in that movie. Does he get chopped up by like a jet propeller in that movie? Something bad happens. I think he gets decapitated, right? Yeah. The uh, ponytail first, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to decapitate Steven Seagal, you always got to go ponytail first. Well, I also feel like it's. I, w- I want to see the people that left the theater when Ashley Judd died. Like, oh, well, but bullshit. I paid fucking $15 for Ashley goddamn Judd. I mean, the fucking trailer and everything. <laughs> Well, you never know. She might be a ghost. Oh, a force ghost, you think? I would oh, love a force ghost. You know what? If, like, you know, like, like the White House is under siege and Aaron Eckhart gets hit in the head and he sees her, like, from afar. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to get out of this. Scottish Mike's on his way. <laughs> she could be one of the specters in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get to that haunted room in, the, in a little bit. So we cut to, like, six months later. Mike has retired from the Secret Service because he feels really bad. Oh, actually, no. Aaron Eckhart's like, I can't look at you anymore. Oh, that's probably how it went down. <laughs> yeah, his wife's killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's disgraced. And they're about, like, the president's talking to his son. He's like... Hey, you want to? There's this weird scene. Where he's like, "You want to go to Camp David this weekend?" He's like, "Oh, where mom died? No, I'll skip it. I'll, I'll, I'll skip that one. Let's go to Arby's instead." Yeah, let's celebrate Easter anywhere else. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, they're going to go, but he's got to meet some delegates first. Some South Korean mm. delegates is what happens. And uh, so they come in. And it turns out a couple of people aren't who they say they are. Oh, no. Yeah. And then it turns out. They're just going to take the White House down one you know, person at a time in one of the most brutal and cruelest scenes, sequences you can ever see in a movie. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to come to your city and destroy it, um, but <laughs> that's what this movie's about, right? Like, it, it, it happens all the time in New York, you know what I mean? Like, I'm used to We seeing, get it a lot. We do yeah. get it a lot. Yeah. And this time, it's because it's almost impossible to do anything in Washington without getting your head blown off by the Secret Service, right? Assuming. I don't yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. Does that happen here? Yeah. You guys are just getting anyone, killed all the time. Uh, anyone get their head blown off in here? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> the Secret Service is in this room is what I'm saying. Uh, probably. Yes. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're working at Starbucks, <laughs> that sweet beat that's down the street, whatever the fuck that little restaurant beat. was. What do you think behind beat? this curtain, huh? <laughs> it's not just a thing that says the improv. There's a dude back there, Scottish Mike. He's back there right now. So Scottish Mike's, like, working at an office. Like, he's crunching some deadline. He's got a stress ball. Like, he's, like, getting ready to write a sports column. <laughs> he just can't find the right opening line. It's like, what did the Capitals do tonight? Oh, oh. So, like, this enormous super plane flies into D.C. and, like, I guess goes past any and all security measures. Every know. last one. What Every is, last one of them. Did they get on the radio and were like, no, 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 we're South Korea. <laughs> Don't worry, this is totally cool. We're supposed to be here. <laughs> and they have, like, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow guns on them. <laughs> it's a lot of steampunk horseshit <laughs> that's building this Apparently plane Apparently North Korea's in steampunk. <laughs> it would make sense. They would think it's, like, the highest form of technology. <laughs> Bunch of fucking whistles and pipes or... Some goggles. <laughs> Whatever that shit is. There's sparks coming off of everything. Then, yeah. Hey, why not a handsome top hat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a large key, but it's also a sword. They've all seen Sleep No More seven times. Yes. But, yeah, everyone. Like, here's something. You want to take care of the White House, that's fine. They just go up to Washington Mall and start murdering people. And just anyone who's in the way. Look out, Washington. Here comes North Korea. And that's like 35 minutes of this movie. It's just... And what it is also, I think someone paid a lot of money for like a fake blood computer patch thing. And they're getting their money's worth. Because everyone is just exploding in this movie. Yeah, yeah, just put that everywhere. It's like playing like, you know, Castle Wolfenstein or something. Just like the shittiest graphics of all, you've ever seen. Thank you for pronouncing it right. <laughs> oh, hey, anytime. I do what I can for correct I, I pronunciation. Grew up, I grew up there, so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you grew up on that game, but no, you grew up in the castle. <laughs> you know, I was. Makes yeah. total sense. Last man out. <laughs> and this happens for minutes and minutes and minutes. And like and minutes and minutes more. And they put uh, the, the president, the sexy president, in the sexy panic room. Morgan Freeman's like, oh, I'll meet you later at Starbucks, and, like, walks away for some reason. I mean, you know, I think the idea is maybe separate them. Yeah. You know, that order of succession, you got to sure. figure that out. It's bad enough the president and the vice president are already in the same safe room or whatever. Mm -hmm. Get Morgan Freeman someplace else. You and know they're what like, I mean? oh, let's also get these shifty delegates in here, too. Like, big mistake. And that that is Aaron Eckhart's problem because they're like, get these fucking people out of here. And he's like, no, it would be my honor if you came with us. And I was like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be rude here, but that's a bad idea. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. Like, you're a guest of the White House. You would be kicked out. You'd yeah. be asked to leave. The president has to go in his, in his bunker. <laughs> Can you please leave where they're shooting outside? <laughs> Pardon me. They're not the president, dude. Yeah. A number one dog. Sure. 
They're getting kicked out. They can't even hang out in the veranda. Oh, maybe the veranda. That's where the guests go in case there's any uh, problems happening. So they're in this uh, this safe room, right? And you think all is safe. Mm-mm. Nope. Turns out there's some shifty people in there, too. They all turn and start shooting people in the face, in the fucking face in this movie. Well, yeah. No thank you. Especially double down Dylan McDermott. You know oh. he's a bad dude the second you see him. Yep. He's looking that really shifty and like... What's well, that weird scene where like Gerard Butler's like, "Oh, hey there, Dylan McDermott," and he goes, <laughs> "Hello." And you're like, "That guy's up to something, <laughs> Dylan McDermott." And the first thing he does is that they kill a bunch of uh, agents, and then Dylan McDermott starts smoking in the White House, which probably that's, that's a bigger offense, right? <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. Like that's <laughs> he's like the first one since Kennedy to smoke in the White House. Oh come on, they've been smoking in the White House after Kennedy. Yeah, maybe. How far do you think that went? I, I think Obama's doing it right now. That's probably true. What is the, he smoking? He's on the veranda, dude. He goes out there. Oh yeah, yeah Nixon was chopping on some cigars. I bet. Sure, why not? Checkers was even smoking <laughs> in, the, in the Nixon White House. It was the 70s. <laughs> Dogs were smoking, babies were smoking. I saw Mad Men. So Mike, because he's a hero. Is and like, an American. He's an American <laughs> hero. The president of my country is in trouble. I'm not running away. I'm going towards it. And, it, and then it kind of becomes like a really soulless diehard. Yes. It becomes Mike the movie. Yeah, it's World War Mike. <laughs> and everyone is saying Mike this and Mike that. That is the funniest part of this movie is like 93% of the sentences start with Mike. <laughs> no, he's not even there. Someone's like, Mike, I really got to go to the bathroom. Will you pull over? <laughs> It's ridiculous. I mean, drink every time they say Mike. You'll you'd be, be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah, you'd be real dead. Be long, long dead. <laughs> long, long dead. <laughs> so he's like taking things into his own hands because everyone else is incompetent but Mike. Right. See, for like, some reason. They try to shoot this plane down. Yep. But it has force fields. <laughs> There's some sort of weird force field technology. You know what? Shockingly, it's not explained. It, I think it's shooting out steam. The steampunk. <laughs> It's just blaring Rammstein, and it's just <laughs> deflecting the bullets oh, with its no, awesome music. Oh, no, steampunkers. <laughs> Not again. Cosplays in town. <laughs> oh, man. Gerard Butler taking down a team of LARPers. <laughs> We're going to get the president. <laughs> Was that a beanbag you threw at me? <laughs> yeah, there's a spell on you now. I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> He's just killing all those LARPers? I would love it. Breaking LARPer necks with Gerard Butler? All those foam swords could be their tombstones. <laughs> ah, it won't even it. stick in the dirt. <laughs> and what were you going to do at that? And he like pulls it further in because oh, it's yeah. just foam. And then he crinkles it up into a little ball and throws it at them. Better that, moving. That'd be brutal, yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, Not only uh, are steampunk airplanes coming, garbage trucks that were like outfitted maybe by the penguin. I'm not sure. Like they, <laughs> they have like they're like super garbage trucks. Well, here's the thing: is waste management famously associated uh, with the mafia? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tricked out all these garbage trucks. True, and by tricked out, we mean have exploding tires and uh, you know guns that I think you have to shoot like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know guns. He's <laughs> just how gun right, like a Gatling gun. You, you got robot guns. Yeah. yeah, or you can shoot a silent film, and bullets will <laughs> come out at the same time. That's, that's my knowledge about guns. Um, they plow through the gate, and then everybody gets in. And like these are super terrorists that murder every single the the best of the best. The Secret Service. Checkers got it. Too. Checkers, yeah. 
Yeah, there's no White House dog. There's no White House dog in this movie. There should be. Well, yeah. Voiced White by House John Goodman. Too, White House dog. They shoot that dog in the face. Oh, a dog does get shot in the face in this movie. Yeah, on the it, lawn. But that was just a. Uh, it's a. It's a Secret Service dog. It's right. not like a dog. Age, for play. Agent Hound. <laughs> Agent Hound is down. Oh man, that'd be great if Gerard Butler saw him and he was like, "One more week until retirement, <laughs> Agent Hound." There's like a hundred dead people around him. He's picking up this dog. Oh, you've gone too far. Honestly, that's what would set me off. <laughs> It's all fine until you get that dog, dude. Look out. And, like, I don't know. Everybody just gets assassinated. Well, There's yeah. so many headshots and so many cruel deaths <laughs> that go on it's instantaneously. So cold. And, and the whole time, like, if this were Die Hard and that's happening, it's okay because John McClane is cracking jokes and mm. he's talking shit and he's making sure us as moviegoers are having a great time watching Carnage. This is just Gerard Butler going, Mike's mad. Oh. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. It's so devoid of comedy. I would like to see the North Koreans cracking jokes. Oh, sure. Why this not? This is their diehards. <laughs> Somebody just loosen things up. Anybody. Yeah, the, the the main bad guy, Kang, is no Alan Rickman. He's not. He doesn't know this flair there. Jesus, and you're wishing for Alan Rickman. You're wishing for Jeremy Irons. <laughs> you're you're wishing for William Sadler and yeah. that other guy who was on that TV show, Timothy Oliphant. No, not well. Timothy Oliphant was on a TV show. Sure. No, who's the other general in Die Hard Two? Oh no, who's also on a television program in the eighties? No, I just um, lost this trivia contest. That's okay. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant works too, though. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. The point is, a charismatic <laughs> villain. This guy is so straightforward. He's wearing Steve's glasses, <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's dangerous. I was kind of hoping that those glass as a glasses wear. I was like, oh my god, those glasses are really knives that's like nobody told me that and i was just like getting like no 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 wait guys those glasses they're gonna be really nice and you weren't one of the ones super stoned last <laughs> night watching this movie we were like wait what did you say knives <laughs> no 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 give it the third act knife glasses it's not to be fair it's not a bad idea no <laughs> it's just silly <laughs> and this movie's not silly um, no, not at all. So um, the Morgan Freeman is now the president of America because both the president and the vice president are compromised. Right, he's like, right. Well, he's the acting president now. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I want to know about those aliens. Take me to Air Force One. Second, we're going now. No, the president is finished. I'm the president <laughs> now. No, no, just he's gone now. He's gone. I am President Freeman. What's the deal with those presidential sandwiches? Like, I know we're in trouble now, but I want to get those, uh, you know, the, the, you know the, the, the chefs that live under the White House. That I work can literally it. say any food combination, <laughs> and you have to make it because I'm the president. That's how it works. I've heard rumors about it. But, but the, 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 the White House is down. I want sir. a chicken lo mein and salami panini. <laughs> I want it yesterday. That's what Mike's job is. He's like, I got to go down for the salami. <laughs> oh, no, the White House kitchen is down. <laughs> Yeah, forget about finding the first kid, by the way. Yeah. He's just got to find the first sandwich. Oh, fucking first kid, dude. If Sinbad was working for this, uh, the Secret yeah. Service this movie, now fuck the... yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to take a paper towel roll and just shoot one of these dudes with it. You know, Sinbad needs to do like a take and roll, right? He's getting oh, older. Man. Get oh, back yes. in the game. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> he's like He's like pacing a stage saying he's got a special set of skills. <laughs> He's all walking like this with the microphone. He's got a sleeping bag of potato chips with him. <laughs> Dude, 
in that movie, by the way, when Sinbad, as a grown adult, yeah. um, who takes a paper towel roll and wets a bunch of paper towels and honks it at that home improvement kid's face and, like, breaks his neck. Yeah. That's, like, child abuse, right? Yeah. And everyone's kind of, like, yucking at it. Like, the, the, all the kids are like, hey. And he's like, I told you. He'd get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. As a Secret Service agent. I mean, it's not as bad as the real-life Secret Service agents getting caught with prostitutes and whatever else they keep doing. They're here. (laughs) Sorry about about that, American Mike. Stay back there. Thank you for your service. So, Kang, who's the bad guy, his... uh, I keep thinking you're going to say Krang. I'm sorry. (laughs) And if this movie's done... Was a little pink brain inside a big dummy? Better movie. Oh, absolutely. Just saying. I don't mind when aliens take over the White House. I don't need to see people shoot up the White House. Yeah, bring on the aliens. Yes, exactly. Even if it's, you know, he's got Shredder in tow, Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm. Which, by the way, you see the preview for that thing? The second Ninja Turtles movie? What? Oh, yeah, it's out there. Oh, hey, uh, uh, homework for when you go home. There's a new trailer out for it. It looks fucking dumb. You know... If you just had diarrhea on a hot dog bun, same difference. <laughs> but, you know, they need to up the stakes in those movies. In Ninja Turtles? Yeah, have Shredder go for the White House. Go for the gold. <laughs> well, he's a bumbling fool in those movies. That's well, so is Cobra. That's true. Cobra got the job done. They took over the White House. And the, what was it, that second one? Yeah, the, first one? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, those the, movies are unwatchable. I don't it, care how much weed you have. <laughs> so... His he wants every he wants America to withdraw from the demilitarized zone. Oh right, yeah, pull out of the DMZ and, and like remove the fleet as well. Yes, just get everybody out of there because he wants a united Korea. Sure, sure. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> and he also it's not a villain's plan. Can't we all have peace? He also wants the three mil, uh, nuclear launch codes called Cerebus. Oh, Operation Cerebus or Project Cerebus or something clever. I really wish there's a three-headed dog in this movie. I was like, I don't, dude. We Knife brought- glasses and a three-headed dog are coming up in this movie. Are you sure he wasn't taking any of that? Turns out Agent Hound was a Hydra. <laughs> oh, man. If that dog, it was like the thing, and that dog's corpse came back to life yeah. and sprouted two other dog heads, <laughs> and it started chasing down Korean terrorists. Better movie. Yeah, much, much, much better. Yeah, I would believe the U.S. government has engineered a dog capable of that. Oh, sure. We've tinkered. We've definitely tinkered with it. I don't know how far we got. We have sewn dogs' heads on things (laughs) a lot. Mainly other dogs. Area 51. Yeah, um, I still am waiting to see that. We'll get to the president who's under siege in a minute, but where is that three-headed dog? (laughs) Jimmy Carter's three-headed dog. (laughs) First, it's Billy Beer. (laughs) Then we're going to have a three-headed dog. <laughs> and so, I'm inventing all sorts of stuff. Oh, no. Now they're using it for military purposes. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, how'd that blow up in my face? <laughs> this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money. And they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners 
$100 to try to save some few bucks, but if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down with a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. But the weird thing is, like, the, the one thing is, yeah, you got the president, so you kind of can write your own ticket. Like, yeah, they're all like, I don't know, do we want to, like, uh, pull out of North Korea? But, like... The fact that they have to really put the screws to everybody for these Cerebus codes are the most uncomfortable scenes in the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, this is how Melissa Leo gets it. And it's like, you know what? You just won an Academy Award. How about you just get kicked in the stomach a bunch by Dylan McDermott? <laughs> oh, no, it's the other guy. Kang's really doing it. Oh, Kang's getting in on it? He's yeah. doing the Robert De Niro kicking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys know what Robert De Niro kicking is? Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't, well, it's we one. need uh, a volunteer from the audience. <laughs> I'll, I'll mime it. But so he gets... Like, Robert De Niro will get a guy down on the ground, and it's kind of like a professional wrestling <laughs> that he's doing like this. My God, Robert De Niro kicked him in the head. Oh, my God, Joe Pesci is dead. He is dead. I have seen the light go out in his eyes. I am walking out of Olympus is falling. Melissa Leo has to be dead now. They're, like, beating her up, and, like, the Dudley boys are setting up a table behind her. And everyone's like, dude, no, do not do that. Dylan McDermott's slowly <laughs> folding up a chair and creeping up. So they kick the shit out of her. And Aaron Eckhart's like, seriously, it's fine. Just fuck it. Just give them the code. And it's one of two, or it's two what, at that point. I mean, yeah, they, I don't know. What, one, two, three. They oh, get, they torture some know-nothing guy. Yeah, they put a knife to his head. And they're going to cut his throat right in front of everybody. And it's just, it's one of those, like, <laughs> like he's really starting to choke on the coming death or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 
And you're just watching it like, I thought this was supposed to be this entertaining action movie. Instead, it's fucking Faces of Death. <laughs> My favorite part of this movie is Mike, you know, he, he gets in the White House because he's that damn good. You know, Mike! He's, he's breaking necks all over the place. He gets to the Oval Office, and the first thing he does is erase the president's hard drive. Oh, yeah. Gotta I gotta get the- rid of that Pornhub search engine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's like the weird protocol that Aaron Eckhart specifically put. I don't care where my son is. I don't care who's dead. I don't care about nuclear launch codes. You erased my fucking computer. Mike! Mike! It's me, the president. Initiate operation, my wife's coming. Oh, crap. How much time do I got? Well, we have a, a similar protocol on We Hate Movies. Is you know, if, if I ever get kidnapped, Andrew has to put my phone, my computer in the toilet. That's like go, go, drive to my computer house right in the toilet. Exactly. Oh no, Agent Hound is in some of these videos. <laughs> oh no, oh Agent Hound, why? Poor Agent Hound. It's better that he was killed. Put him out of his misery. Seriously, that poor dog. Um. At this point, he gets, like, the presidential Bluetooth, and he's talking to uh, Morgan Freeman, Angela Bassett, and Robert Forster. The language in the, in the crisis center is a bit much. Mike, where are we with that sandwich? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, everyone's just cursing at each other in this movie. Yeah. Angela Bassett's like, oh, fuck you, Robert Forster. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you too, lady I don't know. And fuck you, Morgan Freeman, and fuck that fat guy in the back. Fuck him good. And you're just like, what, what is happening? These guys- this is a White House, man. How about some fucking decor? These are apparently the best of the best at their jobs, and they're just cursing like sailors? Uh, it's it's uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So what happens now? He saves the sun or something? Like he, he's oh, climbing the, through the walls? The sun's hiding in the walls like people under the stairs. <laughs> like Gerard Butler comes around the corner, and he's like... <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just me, American Mike. <laughs> well, no, he and it's ironic because Mike was actually just trying to burn Aaron Eckhart's porno mags that he had in the walls. Like, all right, step one, get my computer. Step two, the pictures. Step three, the tapes. All go in the secret fireplace behind the wall. <laughs> oh, his son. Okay, that's cool. Which it's like, you know what I don't care about at this moment? This dumb kid. Just get him out of there. It's kind of built up to be something and it's not. Like, he just grabs him, ushers him out, and Here's, that's that. Where does he go? Does There's he get, like, let loose? What, <laughs> no, wait, what on... do you mean? Like, wandering D.C., the sun? <laughs> it's just like, you're out of the house, go. No, the, the, the army gets him. Right? Oh, the army gets him, don't, do they? Yeah, there's like a, a tunnel that he goes. There's army guys out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, he goes through the Kennedy tunnels. Yes. Yeah, yeah where he went, went to meet Marilyn, right? I, that's little, what little, I heard. A little, little history lesson. Are you uh, ready to get fucked in the tunnel? <laughs> See, it's so unappealing. At this point, um, what you call it? Morgan Freeman goes on national television. The White oh, House man. is on fire, and he's like, "The government is a hundred percent a okay." If if a garbage truck is replacing the gate in front of the White House, right. I think we're at eighty five tops. That's being really generous. <laughs> yes. eighty five. A bunch of tires exploded, and then this happens. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all it took. Just the crank gun, and like the you know the the. Everyone's getting beat up. The president's got a knife to his throat. A hundred percent? Really? Well, to be fair to Morgan Freeman, he doesn't know what's going on in that room. Yeah, that's true. There's no camera in there. Or is there? I don't know. I don't remember. I think there's an occasional camera. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because Kang comes on and he's just like, what's going on with those codes? Any updates? And he's like, no. And my sandwich isn't here either. (laughs) 
Turns out the service, even for the president, is terrible in this White House. And the vice president gets shot in the head, and mo- most like everything else, everyone's like, eh. Just like, eh. That guy is a non-character. Yes. If you're hiring Ashley Judd to live for four and a half minutes in this movie, who are you going to get? I mean, anybody. Hire a name for that character. Hire Ashley Judd as the vice president. There oh, you go. Now you've got a movie. As two roles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> She's got a mustache as the vice president. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Sam Jackson, somebody with a little gravitas. Yeah, that'd be nice. nice. But this Something to just... watch on screen, not this dead fish. <laughs> guy's dead before he gets shot in the head. <laughs> he never really lived. <laughs> Can we talk about uh, one of the my favorite Die Hard ripoff scenes is when um, Dylan McDermott and Gerard Butler meet? Oh, yeah. It's... And he's like, prete- like, Gerard Butler doesn't know the score with Dylan McDermott. Yeah. So it's like they're pretending to be buddies. And it's like when Bruce Willis runs into to Hans, right? Yeah. Oh, no, you're one of them. <laughs> oh, man. And Alan Rickman pulling a totally great American accent. Oh, yeah, unlike Gerard Butler pulling a not <laughs> great American accent. Yeah, I'd be like, wait, are you one of the terrorists? <laughs> Were we invaded by Scotland? It's coming. Hey. Keep an eye out. <laughs> Stay vigilant, everybody. You never know. I think we need to close the borders to Scots. <laughs> Come back here. There you go. Uh, but, so what are we doing? The kid's out. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, we have this famous scene. Well, yeah, he's like, hard he's, again, Dylan McDermott just smoking it up a, ch- a chimney in the White House, right? And and he's like, no smoking in the White House. <laughs> I he, knew you were evil. He kind of does like a, a WWE movie. Like he does. Is this when he like wraps his legs around his neck and breaks it? Oh, yeah. This is the first of several breaking necks with Gerard Butler in this mm. movie. And he, he takes him down. Because right, he knew the he name of... Oh, <laughs> by mistake. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. He knows you, Kang's name. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, that, that Kang you know guy is a real jerk. <laughs> how'd you know his name? Oh, I... Uh, humana, humana, humana. <laughs> and then they kind of fight for a little bit, but it's like Dylan McDermott trying to do a fight scene. Yeah. So Mike extinguishes him. Oh, yeah, that flame's put out. Oh, I was able to kill you because I've had plenty of practice. Remember the ABC show, The Practice? (laughs) Dylan McDermott was the lead on that. Wait, who was Profiler? Oh, uh, that was some other dude. But he kind of looks like Dylan McDermott. Yeah, yeah. The Practice. Um, (laughs) What was... uh, He was a lawyer? Yeah, he was a lawyer. James Spader was there. I guess, what's his... Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, The genesis, right, of, uh, what, Boston Legal? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Origin story. Then no one paid to look at this, right? (laughs) (laughs) Then they just started talking about The Practice for, like, 40 minutes. (laughs) Did they love Richard Kelly television? (laughs) Yeah. Was it a Richard E. Kelly? Oh, no, one of them did Donnie Darko, and then the other one's a different mm. guy. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Uh, so he's dead, and Gerard Butler's, like, continuing this mission. And he, this is when he starts dieharding with Kang. He's like, oh, Kang, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break your neck and then cut your head off and then put it on YouTube. He <laughs> says that he's going to, after the fact of murder, yeah. upload the murder video to YouTube like this guy fucking cares. <laughs> Like, that's the, the sicker of the burns. He's like, well, I wasn't mad when you said you were going to shoot me mm. or stab me in the head. But that YouTube <laughs> upload, that's too far. <laughs> I'm picturing doing it to you. That's, that's, it's you. fine. I get murdered. <laughs> wait, th- wait, are those knives in those glasses? <laughs> you know, you Can you take you- those apart? Is that something? It's in play is all I'm saying. <laughs> 
And that Dylan McDermott reveal comes like way too early in the movie, yeah. I feel. That's got to be like a third act thing where he's like, come on, help me fight them. And like, we shouldn't know that. No. As audience members, we shouldn't know that. That should be a surprise. Heaven forbid there's some fucking mystery in this movie. No, it's all about like watching people be methodically murdered. He's kind of like Mike Myers, is really what his real <laughs> last name should be. Noted Toronto comedian Mike Myers. <laughs> well, Michael Myers. Oh. The, 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 yeah, the mass guy, murderer. Different yeah. Guy. Yeah, different dude. Yeah, that guy just kills people for no reason. <laughs> Well, Ask Donald Pleasance. He'll give you a whole speech about it, though. I better better hide behind this bleached-out William Shatner mask. <laughs> I met a cold 45-year-old Scotsman. <laughs> he had dark eyes. They were the devil's eyes. Somehow worked for the Secret Service for a fashion. Counseled him for seven years, and I realized one thing, Sheriff... <laughs> is that Secret Service agent was pure evil. <laughs> I Side note, I feel like Michael Myers could write his own ticket in private security, right? Like, oh, sure. With that resume? I'm that all build? you'll need. But I've been dying for a movie like that, right? You get him or Jason Voorhees, yeah. throw him in a situation, you know? <laughs> you, like, drop him on Iraq or wherever <laughs> anything's going wrong. Yeah. Well, that is, I feel, like those later Halloween sequels that producers cut of that last one with Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of setting him up to be the agent for the government. <laughs> it's like a thing with, like, a witch cult, and it's like, do you know the things that this could do for us. We could drop him into wherever. But yeah. seriously, drop Jason Voorhees into, like, Afghanistan or wherever you got trouble. Wherever. He'll <laughs> sort it out. Yeah. He's Jason. And you don't care if he's going to get killed because he won't get killed. He'll just keep going. <laughs> he will. Now, if you stay for the 945 show, you will hear topical jokes about that last Halloween movie with Paul Rudd and The Practice. <laughs> so, I don't know if you bought... Th it sold out, it's, but no, no, no. Those two things on public consciousness right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're on everyone's tongues. The other thing about this stupid Dylan McDermott scene mm -hmm. is, like, he, the whole time he's like, Ugh, Gerard Butler, <laughs> oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Oh, he's doing a Dice Man, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, the president sat on a tuffet. Guess what happened next? No, he's like, he's an asshole to him, and he's like, you know, yeah, we used to be friends, but whatever, and yeah. now I love Korea. But then he helps out. Yes, yeah. He yeah. helps, he's like, what is he, he gives some sort of, he gives the okay, like, over the radio to Kang, like, it's fine, I definitely am not about to get murdered by Gerard Butler, don't worry about it. And he's like, thanks a lot. <laughs> or it's with his feet. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, deep down, when push came to shove, yeah, he's an American. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he wants to go to American hell. <laughs> you decided at the last minute this Korean hell? No, no. You don't want to go down there. There's bad, bad people down there. Better food though. True. Yeah. 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 Yes, that's actually very true. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I think I want to go to Korean hell. Dude, if I'm in Korean hell, I got a nice spicy bowl of beef babimbap. <laughs> microphone didn't like that joke. <laughs> you don't have a say in it. <laughs> um, so, like, I think Robert Forster. Oh, this is my favorite. Oh, he's this, in this movie. Yeah. The super gun that comes out. That this one? No, no, no. The, oh. the one on top of the White House, the White House play set that this movie takes place in. Oh, yeah. Oh, that they didn't oh. think to use at the beginning <laughs> right. of the movie. Gun Force One was sitting there. <laughs> and it's a bullshit thing where he's like, hey, uh, acting President Morgan Freeman, how about, uh, you know, Gun Force One? And he's like, 
but that's experimental technology or some horseshit. Well, no, Robert Forster is going to get Navy SEALs, like, fly him in. and Oh, like, finally and, get some SEALs in here, huh? Yeah. And the local cops aren't doing the job. And well, again, they're bullet food. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward as fuck, man. And then, like, Gerard Butler picks up his Die Hard script and is like, no, get those police officers out of here. You know what I mean? Like, because he knows more. And then Gun Force One comes up and blows them all away, I guess. Wait, but the, it's the Koreans that are controlling Gun yes, Force One. Yes, they are. They get yeah. control of it. And they it keep... Gun Force One has fallen into enemy hands. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, this is my favorite part of the movie because this is Gerard Butler's magic rocket launcher. <laughs> yes. Because he comes out of a door and he's, you can see him. And it's just Gerard Butler. He's handsome as fuck. And he's like, now what's American Mike going to do about that? And then, like, a magician <laughs> out of his jeans is, like, this <laughs> rocket launcher. And he's like, glad I brought you Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing just blows up Gun Force One. <laughs> and then that rocket launcher is never seen again. And then, like, I think he walks on broken glass or something. No, that's what that's oh, Die Hard. No, that's Die Hard. That's yeah, Die Hard. He talks to Morgan, he talks to Morgan Freeman. He's like, how did you become the speaker of the house? Well, I killed a kid. <laughs> he uh, had a laser gun. <laughs> thought it was a real gun. Sergeant Al Powell. That's Reginald Vell Johnson in uh, Die Hard. Mm -hmm. That's the route of that joke. <laughs> Looks like you guys need a Die Hard rewatch. <laughs> Can we talk about Gerard Butler's career a bit? Sure. Hey, why not? Yeah. What? Well, there was 300. There was 300. That was a big thing. He had a shirt off the whole time. That was cool. Yeah, he's in like a diaper that whole movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like a leather diaper. It's just, he's like a sexy baby. <laughs> Like, what if a baby was really sexy? Oh, yeah. Goo, goo, ga, ga, baby fetish man. <laughs> oh, no, now the baby's killing everyone. And he's got, like, a Harley Davidson goatee. Like, a, yeah. the, the, the pointy one. Yeah. yeah. No one in that movie is nearly as dirty as they need to be. No. And then he did that, like, oh, I'm dead, Hillary Swank, but I'm writing your letters. <laughs> oh, hey, P.S., it's a scavenger hunt to get over your grief. <laughs> Whatever with that movie. <laughs> yeah. Man, sexy ghost. <laughs> That's the thing. No ghost in that movie. What? No, he just leaves her letters. So it's just him reading things. Oh, I thought at the end he was like at a, at a Lazarus pit or something. And no. then he comes back. Oh, see, that's what you want. You yeah. want a Lazarus pit in your romantic drama. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so before he died, he yeah. wrote tons of letters. Yes. <laughs> wow, well, this guy's a psycho. <laughs> Like, you're going to have to jump through hoops after I'm dead? Dude, she, gets, she gets home from the funeral, and it's like an answering machine message, and it's like, want to play a game? <laughs> and she's like, I guess so. Is this your last wish? Fine, we'll play a game. And then it's 90 minutes of her farting around solving clues. It or just, something. It, like, leads to some hate speech manifesto or something. Like, that's <laughs> the only way that movie can end. Either Lazarus Pit or a hate speech manifesto. It's like a cabin in the woods. <laughs> yes. Now remember, the front door's the booby-trapped one. <laughs> Go around back. Ted Kaczynski? Yeah. Maybe. This <laughs> house was booby-trapped, right? Sure. The practice. Um. <laughs> the Unabomber. <laughs> and, I mean, the last act of this movie, I guess... The president, uh, the president's son's okay, but they they crack his Cerebus code, right? Yes, they and yeah, and so we find out what Cerebus actually is, which is far and away the dumbest idea <laughs> yes. any military organization and federal government can think of. It is a thing where they can remotely launch all of the nuclear weapons we have everywhere. 
but they're not going to launch them. They're just going to detonate them in the silos and destroy America. But it's a computer program that can only be accessed in the White House. They're, they're like, oh, can we, can we Skype in or hack it? And like, no, no, we thought of everything, and now we can't do that. <laughs> They'd sound as resigned as you did right there. We uh, unfortunately thought of everything. We're totally fucked. And, like, I guess if you unplug it, it starts counting down faster. Is that the idea? <laughs> now, this is my question about countdowns. Mm-hmm. Whenever this happens, like, a villain's going to set the timer, right? He's like, I want this to succeed. I need this pulled off. How about we let this run for, like, seven minutes? <laughs> set the countdown at a safe seven minutes. Here's something. So they they set they they crack it and the president's like, oh my god, and he's like, your your land will be a wasteland because every nuclear weapon's gonna go off. And he's like, but I'm gonna get in a magic plane and go five minutes away and be all right. No, you're dead. I mean, maybe that's the motive for the seven minutes that <laughs> but, he thinks he can fly away. But no, no, the world is over with. You know what I mean? Well, America's like, over. with. America is over with. Yeah. yeah final chapter. Let's <laughs> go back to Korea. Oh wait, is then it's a, a new beginning. Oh, right. And, and America then, lives. America lives, yeah. America 7, the new blood. <laughs> America 8, America takes Manhattan. Right? And then America uh, goes to hell. Yeah, yeah, there you go. American hell. No, in America hell, that's a fucking cheeseburger hell if you ever saw it. <laughs> Culminating in my favorite movie, Freddy vs. America. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the final humiliation of Melissa Leo happens <laughs> where, like, they, like, that is the title of a book somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Because like they're about to, they're about to like unlock all the codes, but they're like first. Oh yeah. They're like, oh this fuck. We're gonna make Mike look like shit by killing Melissa Leo on live television. Oh yeah. They like make her walk the walk of shame or something. It's basically like you're gonna walk out of the White House and it's gonna be cool, and everybody's like, ooh. <laughs> you as the concerned audience member. This is after, by the way, she's crawled on the floor. Oh, God. When they're trying to beat this code out of her. This is a part that I forgot about. She's crawling on the floor saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking oh, my come God. on. Say something that means something or matters. <laughs> Read the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights. Say some of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. How are you able to manipulate a typewriter with such a heavy hand? <laughs> You can't lift that shit. Or sing one of our songs. <laughs> yeah. The national anthem, take me out to the ball game, whatever you can <laughs> fucking think of. Take me out of the ball game, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Well, that's for all the brain damage she's got from the Robert De Niro kicking. <laughs> and <laughs> The it's, brain damage. It's not nearly enough. So she's about to get murdered on live television. I guess she escapes that one or something. What happened? There's a, there's a fruit fly. Oh, cool. So anyway, no, she's not murdered. Yeah, the, 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 they gra- Gerard Butler distracts him or something, right? It's just another, we're blowing up parts of this house mm-hmm. left and right. The, uh, the, imagine seeing the White House on fire on television and Morgan yeah. Freeman's like, 100% everybody. <laughs> like, is he I'm telling you. He's forgetting that there's like, TV School. cameras and stuff, you know? Schools will open tomorrow. No no snow day. And some kid's like, fuck. There's got to be one kid like, I don't know, that history report. The president's on fire. I think I don't have to yeah, go like, in tomorrow. Get to some like, little fat kid crinkling up homework. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I was that fat kid on 912. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. School was in session. <laughs> Lord. 
read about Building 7 is all, <laughs> all I'm trying to say. Uh, here we go with Building oh 7. Oh, my God. That is for your other fucking podcast. <laughs> your Building 7 chatter. Someone's got to ask questions. <laughs> All I'm saying is who's asking the questions. (laughs) There is a a really dumb line at the end of this movie. Okay, please. um, So the day is saved, which is nice. And, uh, well, he, well, he does. Uh, true to his word, oh, Gerard oh, Butler yeah. breaks this guy's neck and then stabs him in the head. He kills this dude twice. Meanwhile, the president has been shot in the stomach and the country's about to explode. But he's like, a promise you is a what? promise. Well, this is – and this is why he – listen, Mike Banner, <laughs> American Mike Banner. He's the most thorough Secret Service agent out there, and here's why. He kills this dude, and then he's like, wait, I don't know – all the details of this attack. I don't know what's going on. Could be zombie apocalypse. In which case, destroy the head or kill the brain. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So he's just like, while I'm here. <laughs> zombie terrorists, by the way. I think. We're oh, like, there's a shitty movie coming down the pike. <laughs> we're less than five years out from that. <laughs> in real life or in the movies? The movie will be out in real life in five years. Oh, I see. But yeah, actually, that would shorten every horror movie by ten minutes. Is if like, oh, we just killed the guy. Oh, just stab him in the head real quick. Just, just to make sure. Be thorough. Absolutely. Be thorough in your horror movie. But And he's like, oh, let me get on YouTube. i got to put this on there. He's like, hey, do you want to disarm those missiles? Hold on, Mr. President. <laughs> I'm filming it. Getting them in the head. And the president has been shot in the stomach at this point, too. Right? Oh, he just yeah, gets yeah. shot for no reason. The, they try to, like, stage a coup. It doesn't work. And you want to talk about why Ashley Judd? Why Aaron Eckhart? You could have had Fred Dalton Thompson in this movie. R.I.P. He's just by sitting the way. around like he's doing nothing. He's not, like, in the beginning they show him, like, boxing, being all sexy. And, like, listen, if a president boxes in your first act, he beats the shit out yes, of someone yeah. with them mm-hmm. fists in the third. Yeah. yeah. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Don't just uselessly show me two hunks boxing. <laughs> I mean, show me Hunk's boxing. Yeah, sure, absolutely. For a reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a reason. Uh, I don't need a reason. <laughs> Fair enough. So, what's the stupid line you were talking about? Oh, because like he's dragging him out, and Aaron Eckhart's like, "This could be going quicker." <laughs> and he's dragging him out, and they're looking around, and Aaron Eckhart's like thinking of the speech he's gonna have to make for the real end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Gerard Butler's like, Mr. President." Sorry about the house. <laughs> Fucking fuck you. That's your final. That's your joke. That's the joke. That's, that's the joke he's going to tell. The one fucking joke. Bruce Willis has 25 of them in that movie. One joke. That's the end of Home Alone. Not the White House <laughs> was just raped and pillaged. Dude, I, Tom Hanks' money pit falls apart. Sorry about the house. <laughs> that's how you end those movies. Melissa Leo's in a wheelchair yucking it up. Oh, good one. <laughs> that was hilarious. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Man, I just can't get over that pledge of allegiance. Stupid. So stupid. Um, So Morgan Freeman gets ousted from office. That would have been great if he tried to make up a puppet dictatorship or something. Listen, we all thought you were dead. I got sworn in. I'm the real deal. (laughs) He's got to be so mad. It's like Conan losing The Tonight Show. (laughs) I was promised the presidency. Jay Leno came and took it away from me. <laughs> All hail President Leno. That's a fucking dystopian society. <laughs> Everyone's got to own classic cars. It's mandated by the government. Oh, denim shirts. I can't afford and- these. <laughs> oh, no, they're provided by the government, and the trunk is filled with denim shirts. <laughs> Sounds kind of okay. I, know, I might vote for them. <laughs> 
You know uh, what I love about this movie? Well, yeah. about this movie. No, you love about no, this movie. One thing. Yes. It's one of those one crazy night. <laughs> yes, all it takes one l- night. Totally. It's like a John Hughes movie. Oh yeah, there is yeah. a needless like it's 851 when this happens. Oh my it's, god. It's nine who gives a shit when that happens. It's Why? What are they do like for what and for whom? And we're never cutting to 10.30. It's always 10.29. It's more realistic, Eric. Well, I guess. I, you know, because things are happening at all times, just not on the hour, like news radio, I guess. <laughs> I, guess I guess that's the motivation for it. And then so we've got, like, Aaron Eckhart giving this this great speech, this whole, like, America will bounce back, like that whole yada yeah, whatever yeah. speech that no one's listening to in the audience. I think if this happened, we'd be at World War Six because World War Three, Four, Five all get merged into one because everyone's <laughs> yeah. so pissed off. Right? Like, there's no... Well, that's... He ends it with, like, you know, we will rise, this, that, and the other thing. It's got to be, like, P.S. I love you. P.S. <laughs> We're going to go into the war with North Korea. We're going to bomb the shit out of Pyongyang. It's over with. <laughs> It'd be great if Gerard Butler is, like, breaking all these next. He's like, oh, I might die. I better start writing a bunch of letters. <laughs> <laughs> I've only written, like, two or three letters. Oh, I'm way down on my letter quota right now. Oh, no, I got to get this post-mortem scavenger hunt figured out. So my wife, who's sort of a character in this movie, can hunt. <laughs> Oh, we've totally forgot about her in this movie. Yeah, but so did the movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> the movie forgot about oh, her. Oh, but quickly. no, it's the biggest bunch of horseshit. She somehow gets like access to the White House grounds at the end. Yeah, she's to there. put a blanket on him. Yeah, she's like at the in an ambulance or something. No one is going anywhere near the White House for quite some time. When this happens, like that whole area of town is shut down. Is that my mic in there? <laughs> she's just like yelling at the gate. <laughs> oh well, if that's your mic in there. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh, you're married to Mike. Oh, right this way. <laughs> I was married to Mike. Break a path. Super Agent Mike. <laughs> They uh, have no qualms about letting him back into the White House, by the way. Mm. It's just like, oh, good, Mike's here. Thank God we're not fucked anymore. He gets his job back, right? Now he's, like, playing with the kid again? Oh, well, he is a top grade A American Secret Service agent again. He's back on top. I mean, he's the only one that did anything in this movie. I kind of think he should be the president at the end, right? Like, oh, you yeah! do all that. Oh, come on. Hey, there's an open spot for Speaker of the House now. <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a good question. Die? No, the vice president. They could just get moved oh, up, right? That's oh yeah, that's how that works. It, sure. It's, uh, president, vice president, and then uh, speaker, speaker of the, the house, house, and then random secret service agent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, and just it goes down the line. Here's a question: Would uh, Aaron Eckhart win uh, re-election? Because I feel like you blow up the White House on your watch. Well, if he not- was see, here's the thing, and this is where White House Down gets it right. The president gets to play a hero. Jamie Foxx, heroic as fuck in that movie. Mm. Aaron Eckhart just kind of getting kicked in the stomach the whole time. (laughs) It's going to come out that Mike Banner was the real hero and President Eckhart did fuck all nothing. I don't know, guys. I got to support a wartime president. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't just kick him out. He's the one that started it. But all that... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the Koreans started it, but... But think about all... He's going to finish it. All the work Dolly Madison did... Just down the tubes, man. Yeah, she is spinning in her grave looking at that house from hell. <laughs> she's in hell, right? Dolly Madison? No, no, no. No, she's probably not. Wait, Korean hell? <laughs> no. Um. I sure do love this pork babimba. <laughs> Dolly Madison impression. Who knew I had it? Uh. 
I guess, would you recommend this movie, sort of? No. No, right? Oh, Lord, no. No, no, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll see what uh, London has fallen. Oh, that's oh, right, yeah. sequel. Oh, stupid. Now I got to save Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are We Hate Movies from New York City, everybody. Thanks, Thanks so much, much for coming out. Yeah.